now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Ali Shilton. And I'm Steffi Bonnet on today's show, Folk Singing. Uh, Steph speaks to singer-songwriter Peggy Seeger. And Queer Street. This a little bit different. It's all mm. about Sir Cliff. Uh, all that and more coming today right here on Shout Out. No, no Lara here this week, so I'll do no, it for her. Nobody yeah. should do that for her. You no. can have the honours. <laughs> so how are we all? All good. Nearly, all good. nearly, nearly, um, nearly clocks go forward time, isn't it? Is it this weekend? It, it is, is, yes. It is, yes. Saturday night, Sunday Eesh, morning. That's yes. scary. Still, yeah. the weather's yeah. nice. And this is the one that can catch you out as well. Because um, they go forward, you can wake up thinking you're getting ready to go to work for nine Absolutely, o'clock in the morning, yes, and it's can. actually ten o'clock yes. in the morning. So uh, yeah, this is this is one where it's lovely because we get nice sunny evenings, but do be do be careful that uh, yes. uh, it doesn't catch you up Monday morning. They actually sure go back at yeah. like uh, sorry, they actually go forward at like two o'clock in the morning. Well, I was going to have you ever yeah. been awake yeah. when that's happened and watched yeah. the clock? Yeah. And you see it jump. Um, it's very yeah. clever. I remember when I was a student okay. <laughs> and, and legal, legal drinking used to be around about two o'clock. And we were like, well, so do we get an extra hour? And they were like, no. <laughs> like, oh. But still. Yes. And also this weekend, 15 years of our home station, PCFM. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to sing a round of happy, oh, happy birthday? birthday yeah. Happy yes. birthday. Happy no, birthday. No, yes. We're trying yes. to hold on to the listener. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to put them off too soon. So you do enough shows on BCFM, you can sing Happy Birthday on like the breakfast show uh, or something. You have heard me sing, right? Well, you were the one that just asked us to sing. <laughs> well, you, not me. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, I'm going to yeah. get paid to do radio. So they're 15, that makes us 12 this we're, June. Yes, 12 years mm. uh, on the air, 2010. Wow. Yeah. We started. Yeah. Gosh, I had hair when we started too. <laughs> what are you saying? Dark hair as well, wasn't it? it? Was, wasn't yeah. your grey now? No, yeah. Grey and distinguished. I know, distinguished, yeah. That's another way to say gold, isn't it? <laughs> we're all getting old. We're all getting old. Some of us were old when we started. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, um, very happy birthday to uh, BCFM. Yes. Um, which yes. Uh, we, we really can, can do shouts out without. Um, and uh, here's to another 15 years. Absolutely. Indeed. Yes. Don't see why not. Yeah. So. We're a cracking station. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're going to be DJing from the other side of your grave as well, I know, aren't you? It's like 50 years' time, Step <laughs> FM, from, from, from like Beetlejuice from Land. From beyond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, you know, do you know I'm six, I'm the big, big six nine in a few months. Ooh. Oh. Nice. Plenty yeah. of life left in you yet, though. Yeah, somebody keeps winding me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It, is, it does. It's, I don't know if you feel the same, Terry. You were there right at the start. It does mm. feel like it was like yesterday. Gone very fast, hasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. especially. I mean, great I mean, fun. We should really sit down and work out what it is. But with an average of two guests per show over eleven years at fifty, who's good at maths? Oh, how many people have we yeah. processed? How many people have processed? <laughs> yeah. I bet <meant> interviewed. <laughs> do we do we count those that we've interviewed twice? Oh, you've got to take that. Up. Mm. We've got a few yeah, regulars, haven't you? Have but then we've also got some shows where we've had three. So yeah. yeah. And how many shows have you presented? 
Um, a lot. <laughs> so it's That's only, it's only, only in what the last couple of years that Matthew very kindly has covered 4B on multiple occasions. Mm. But the downside of that, though, was that it meant me and Matthew rarely did shows together. That's so. true. That's true. But perhaps that was intentional. Perhaps they were trying to keep us apart. Yeah. Look, you know, the only the reason producers I... are, are manipulating things. I think there's, a, I think there's an undertone here. Look, if you want to sit on his lap, Matthew, you're quite welcome. He's got knobbly knees and it hurts. <clears throat> I'll, I'll read the news. <laughs> Good choice, Matthew. Should, Good choice. Perhaps we should both present one week. We've never done that. Yes. Hmm. I think we have, have we not? Your, when we did one from your we kitchen, did. yes, yes. I, and I think it's the Why photo. The reason I mentioned that on our some of our social media and on our website, yes. there's a banner image. That yeah. shows us to cope all, in the, all yeah. in the kitchen yeah. together. Yeah. But why were we in the kitchen? There was a reason. The station um, was it. Well, the station it was had burnt down. It was, was, after, it, the was, fire, was it after the fire? I was going to say yes. because apart from Christmas, obviously we missed Christmas week in some years, depending on how the calendar falls. But the only week we really missed was when it there was a fire. Well, no. there was a fire. Oh, and it snowed. We yeah, got we had one more snowed. Yeah, and no one could get to the station. No, um, and lots of shows unfortunately got got cancelled for that. Yes, so. I forgot about that. The yeah. snow. Other than that, we're always here yeah gosh what track record there you go a bit, a bit of shout out history yeah, for yeah. you history so. <laughs> actually it's easier to cover now so it doesn't matter what the weather is we can still broadcast no. from our studios at home I was going to say this has been the thing with Covid it's changed mm. changed things it a lot it has changed and, and, radio hasn't it yes. well the other the other plus for us I mean it was like last week um, interviewing um, Lenny of course from Kiev in, in the Ukraine I mean we'd have never been able to do that before COVID because we just wouldn't have known what technology to use or it would have been over a phone or something and not that yeah. same quality well that's right um, clean feed come about didn't mm. it during the uh, lockdown and before that we were using phones and yeah. it was, the quality was um, yeah, yeah. for, for listeners desired. at home clean feed is an online solution it's a, I think Skype but it's for radio type thing and it only does audio but it is really good quality audio yeah doesn't it it's um, great for faces like ours it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and it was great it was, it was our lifesaver during COVID as well wasn't it? Mm. So, yeah. anyway, um, cracking straight on with the show. Um, you, you did a bit of folk stuff. I did. Peggy mm. Seeger, folk legend. Yes. Peggy Seeger, and well um, and fu- uh, fundamentalist. And um, yeah, she was. Uh, she got into trouble in the states when she was there because she's very, very left wing. Oh, and nice. boy, you know what the states was like in the sixties. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if it, <with> it, <laughs> why? Because <laughs> I wasn't born till seventy eight. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do. I do. I'll, I'll carry on. Yeah, so um, I, I would say she was she was treated like a communist, and the, the Americans didn't like communists. Right. So, um, but a great chat, a great person. Cool. Well, let's find out how it went. Peggy Seeger, described as the undisputed queen of folk and political song. Now, I like the way you've named your farewell tour the first farewell tour. Now, you've sold out in quite a few locations already. So are you planning a second go, Peggy, already? Well, that's why uh, it's first, because there's always a possibility of a second. But the first could also be the first time you've said farewell. Very true. Very true. Now, when did you start singing? Uh, when I was about uh, one and a half or two years old, I got uh, a scarlet fever and I was was taken to the hospital. My parents weren't allowed to see me uh, and uh, they heard me singing down the corridor. 
singing Barbara Allen, which is a well-known ballad, at about age two. Wow. Wow. So I, I had already gotten that into my blood. Mm. So as soon as you were old enough, is, is that been your career all the way through your life or did you branch out? I don't know how to do anything else. I'm not good at anything else excepting telling other people what to do. <laughs> nice answer, Peggy. <laughs> Love it. What's given you inspiration for writing your songs and singing them? Other yeah, Other people and the crazy way that human beings live and the way we run our lives and recently the way we've been running the earth to to our own extinction and you know, the way human mm. beings behave just absolutely baffles me other creatures don't do this mm. other we we are as as one of the saying goes we will be one of we will be the best informed extinct species that has existed on this earth. Yes. Yeah. So would you say that most inspiration comes from the, the environmental problems that we've got and currently is, is the, the war in Ukraine giving you inspiration? I've written about wars before and there's nothing else to be said. There's nothing else to be said. Uh, it's little boys playing games and trying to grab somebody else's toy. Mm. It, I'm, I'm finished with it. Um, it w <laughs> at present, what I'm trying to... Well, I've been through a number of political stages. Uh, f first of all, uh, just getting to know what was happening when I was a teenager. And I was born in 1935. And I've been through any number of presidents, the best of which was Franklin Roosevelt. I got involved in movement politics, which is uh, working the working class struggle when I teamed up with you and McCall. It then became early stages of feminism. Then it became radical feminism instead of socialist feminism. Then I got interested in uh, environmentalism, which began with conservation, and then it went to environmentalism, then it went to ecology, then it went to feminist ecology, then deep feminist ecology, which is what I'm in now, because I believe that the world can't be saved until women take over, and I'm not sure we'll be able to take over. I'm not sure. Women have an entire entirely different way of operating this mm. isn't to say we're always peaceable we're not. <laughs> but uh, yeah. i you look at the armies they're 95 percent men you look at the torturers they're not they're almost all men mm. you look at the murderers and the rapists and the they're almost all men the violence on is, is, that doesn't mean that every man is like this because you're not mm. 95 percent of men are not but yeah it's men who do the killing, men who do the violence, mm. and we have to do something about this because the violence is now killing our our our, our earth. Our, mm. our human beings, you know, the earth will survive. Mm. You know, she'll she'll keep evolving, but we're killing our own species. And I just I don't believe women would do that. It's too mm. much trouble to give birth. Mm. Where did you spend most of your growing up period, Peggy? Oh, uh, well, I'm not grown up yet. <laughs> nice answer. 
Uh, I was in the States until from zero to 20. Uh, then uh, at 24, I latched up with Ewan McCall, moved over here, swore allegiance to the real queen. And I've lived here ever since, bar a small uh, sojourn in America for 16 years, from 1995 uh, to uh, 2010. Mm. Uh, but I, uh, I haven't grown up yet, and that's one of my problems. You still but see my, a long way in front then? Well, a lot of us do, um, but I don't have a long way in front. I'm 87 in June. But my present political th thing, which is most important to me right now, and it should be important to the most important thing in the world to every human being, is to save our human environment, to save uh, what we're killing the planet. Uh, so what I'm involved now is trying to save a simple little field, uh, the last field that our village has down in Oxford. Uh, we've already given 20 out of 24 acres to housing. And now the housing, they, they're they coming after the last four acres. And uh, we've discovered uh, a, a white uh, badger in the field. Ooh. Yes, and this is very rare. So what I would ask people, apart from doing something small in your own community, would be to go to Luna Peggy Seeger on the web and watch a little film that we've made about this white badger because it's possible that she may save the field because they might not be able to demolish the, 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 the place that a white badger lives. Indeed. So Luna, L-U-N-A, and then my name, P-E-G-G-Y-S-E-E-G-E-R. And it'll, it's a little film that we've made about this badger and about this field. And mm. if there's green space near you, do not allow it to be destroyed. It's what the climate needs. Yep. If we all band together and do tiny bits. That's the only thing we can do. Mm. And the tiny bits, it's like, it's like filling up a bucket with water. Every drop matters. Yes. Yeah. Now, you've also written a book, Peggy. Um, is, is that um, about your life story? Well, there's already a biography of me that will tell you all of the studios I've been in and the people I've sung with and the things that I've done and the things that I forget that I've done. But this one is a memoir. There's a difference. Memoir just coasts through what you remember or what you think you remember. And I think it's very readable. It's called First Time Ever. Uh, it talks about my life and things. It's, it's funny and it's sad. It's shocking and it's heartwarming. It's it's well worth getting, first time ever, by me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're doing a lot of touring, which just I shows am. which just shows what energy you have at your age. Now, we're doing this recording over, over Zoom, so I can actually see you, and you look nowhere near your age, Peggy. Oh, I'm a whited sepulchre. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if people want to get in touch, are you on social media? Uh, uh, we are on Facebook, yes. Okay, okay. And we also do Twitter. Okay, so we Go to the website, which is PeggySeeger.com, and hit contact or hit, um, uh, if you want to get my newsletter, which is about once every month and a half, uh, you can do that. Just go to the website. It tells you everything. 
PeggySeeger.com in small letters. Okay. Peggy Seeger, thank you so much for spending time with Shout Out. I'm sure our listeners will be supporting you as you go around the country. Well, hello to all of you. (laughs) Thank you for listening and watching. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. There you go, that's uh, Peggy Seeger, and uh, first time I ever saw your face. Yeah, I always thought Roberta Flack uh, was the first one to do that, but that, was, that song was actually written for Peggy. All oh, right. Um, by Ewan McCall, Kirsty's dad. Oh, yes, yes of course. Famous oh. folk singer, yes. Yeah, yeah. That was, um, she, um, um, her and um, Ewan's wedding, um, marriage didn't last, um, and Peggy is bisexual. So she's with um, Irene Piper Scott, a singer um, who lives in New Zealand currently. Oh, right. Cool. Mm. cool. Mm. Kind of nice, nice mellow song, that one. Yeah. So, anyway, talking of things around the world, uh, boys, would you be kind enough to give us some news headlines? Sorry, not boys, sure. men. Indeed. <laughs> not allowed to say that. It's been a long time since I've been called a boy. <laughs> This is Shout Out News on Thursday the 24th of March. The anti-violence charity Gallup has launched a new helpline aimed at specifically at the 2% of LGBTQIA people who have been subject to coercive efforts to change their sexual orientation or gender identity. With the war in Ukraine occupying most parliamentary time at the moment, cross-party plans to legislate on the issue of conversion therapies and practices may be delayed, so this helpline fills a useful stopgap purpose until Westminster business resumes. Many mental health professionals and organisations have signed up to a memorandum that interventions designed to change people's sexual orientation or gender identity are not supported by any scientific evidence. However, there are still reports that some LGBTQIA people in the UK may still be pressured to undergo exorcisms or unlicensed talking interventions. Gallup's National Conversion Therapy Helpline will be available Monday to Friday from 10am until 4pm by phone and email. The number to call is 0800 130 and the email address is cthelp at gallop.org.uk. Members of the LGBTQIA community have been expressing their condolences to the singer and musician Khalees, a past headliner at Bristol Pride, after her husband Mike Mora passed away on Monday from stomach cancer. Mr Mora was 37 years of age. Steve Satterthwaite of Red Light Management said, Sadly, it's true that Mike Mora has passed on. We would ask all to respect Khalees and her family's privacy right now. Thank you. Jacob Dexter, writing in the left-wing and pro-Cuban newspaper Fight Racism, Fight Imperialism, says that the Cuban National Assembly of People's Power has approved a draft new family code, which is a law governing the communist island's interpersonal relations and familial regulations. The new code will, Dexter argues, legislate, legalise same-sex marriage in Cuba. It is now out for consultation and has to pass a referendum process to become law. Mariela Castro, head of the Cuban National Centre for Sex Education and a campaigner for LGBTQIA rights within the Communist Republic, laid out the intention behind the changes. 
It will guarantee the rights of groups of people whose realities were not sufficiently understood at the beginning of the revolutionary process. This bill does resemble the society in which we live, a complex, diverse and plural society. Bristol City Council has launched a nighttime women's safety charter and they've invited the evening and overnight industries to sign up to its programme of practical steps to combat harassment of women after dark. The charter consists of a set of seven commitments and is based on a similar initiative in London. Last year, a survey revealed that 97% of people knew a woman who'd been harassed or was a victim of harassment themselves. Carly Heath, Bristol's nighttime economy advisor, said... This charter sets out practical steps we can all take to improve safety conditions and provides a focal point for our efforts. The online community pride product shop LGBTQshop.com has launched a range of T-shirts to show solidarity with the Ukrainian people during the current invasion of their country. Proceeds will go to the Red Cross working in the region. The owners of the shop say we have watched the news in despair and wanted to do something other than share memes. We don't need to discuss the reasons we feel such despair as everyone across the world is feeling the same frustration. The only stupidly small thing we can do to help in some ways design a T-shirt, which we hope will raise funds to help all of those suffering in Ukraine. All profits to the last penny from the sale of these items will go to the aid workers on the ground. Now, our home station, Bristol's community radio channel BCFM, marks 15 years of broadcasting at the weekend. The first broadcasts of the multi-diverse radio station for the city came on March the 27th, 2007. BCFM was the product of many years' preparation. The station was formed out of a series of temporary radio stations, such as Radio 19 at Barton Hill Settlement and the Commonwealth Radio Project at Temple Meads. And in addition, many of the presenters and movers in the new channel had roots in the pirate radio movement of the 80s and 90s before the legalisation of low-power community broadcasting. Shout Out began on Monday the 7th of June 2010 after months of negotiations. Well, we have never forgotten where we began and we would like to extend our thanks to BCFM for carrying the show over the years. In sports news, Bristol Rovers women's team, known colloquial as the Gas Girls, has a new away kit sponsored by Bristol Pride Festival. Eve Russell, speaking for Bristol Pride, told the paper, Sport reaches and connects with so many people. Homophobia remains a big problem in sport, and this is a very clear message. Go Gas Girls! Here at Shoutout, we do wish the Rovers women's team a successful remainder of the season, but we also want to extend our support to Bristol City's women's team and, of course, all local non-league sides that encompass women's and LGBTQIA football. These include the Bristol Panthers and the well-known radical side Eastern Cowboys and Cowgirls. And we finish with some entertainment news. The BBC is running trailers for the second season of Gentleman Jack. The hugely successful drama programme follows the life of Anne Lister, a Regency period woman who refused to bow to male domination and lived her life as a lesbian, recording her relationships in life in vivid detail using a code which was only broken during the 20th century. Season two is due to go out in the spring on BBC One and we'll see Anne Lister back at her ancestral home of Shibden Hall. This time she'll have a wife, Anne Walker, who will be played by Sophie Lundell. Sharon Jones will be reprising her role as Lister herself. And other stars of the drama series include Timothy West, Stephanie Cole and former Doctor Who, Peter Davison. For these news stories and more, we update our website every day. Please visit shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, this has been Terry Starr and Matthew Tosh. (laughs) 
shout-out news. National and international LGBT news for you. Shout-out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout-out podcast. Uh, that's Flux, who I believe we know by another name. Oh, Jamie Jamal, um, and just because you can. It was released yesterday. Which, brand, brand if new. you're listening on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, that yesterday was a few days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're listening on the podcast, I'm apologies because it won't be on there. <laughs> so, but you, you can look up Flux and Jamie. Yeah, Jamal. definitely. Yeah. Really good music. Yeah, we, we've had um, a few of his tracks on, haven't we? We have. In fact, we've spoken to him. It, well, I've spoken to them quite yeah. often because yeah. they usually perform at Western Pride. Oh, right, cool. Are they back this year? Do you know? uh, no idea. Huh? Who's headlining at Western yet? I better get to grips with that because we're actually going to be broadcasting. From there. <laughs> <laughs> He's not headlining there, though. Is he? Oh, I don't. No. We, uh, we we met uh, at Western Pride. We met Cheryl Baker, didn't we? And Mike Nolan from Bucks Fizz. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the my Fizz were all. My, yeah, yeah, my mum said, "Well, oh, you finally arrived now. Yeah. Now you've met Cheryl Baker." <laughs> yeah. We actually we, they invited us out of the stage area, didn't they? <gasps> we, so we, we had to go the into the council rooms, building. Yeah. yeah, and they had a big banquet they there. They were really nice. They were really nice as well. There was well. four people in there, including the, uh, three from the Fizz. Yeah. And this whole banquet table full of food. <laughs> yeah. Who was going to eat it? Yeah, they said, you take some food, please. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I think, I think, well, it wasn't last year, was it? Was it the year before? No, year before 20, that. 2019. We were there last. before lockdown, yeah. And um, we had the shout-out tent right next to the main stage and... When the heavens opened up, Shout Out became the place to be, didn't it? <laughs> we're like, oh, uh, yeah, we're trying yeah, to do a yeah, radio yeah. show in here with yeah, like 50 other cut. people. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it got crowded. So, yep. anyway, uh, time for Queer Street, uh, which is going to be slightly different this, this week because normally we've done them about people who are no longer with us. Um, yes. And this one is actually about Cliff Richard. It is, and so. um, he is a great supporter of mm. the LGBTQ community, and uh, we thank him for that. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Queer Story. Today's story is a little different because I'm talking to you about Sir Cliff Richard, who is a proud ally of the LGBTQIA community and who has had to deal with a lot of prying into his love life, his sexuality and into the relationship he has with his very close male friend. Sir Cliff OBE is one of the best-selling musicians of all time, selling more than 250 million records worldwide, and is the third top-selling artist in UK singles chart history. The Dreamin' Gent shot to fame in the 50s, while with his backing group, The Shadows, and has savoured enduring appeal throughout the decades. Cliff has had quite an incredible life and career. Sir Cliff Richard OBE was born Harry Roger Webb on 14th of October 1940 and is an English singer who holds both British and Barbadian citizenship. Cliff has explained that the name Cliff was adopted as it sounded like Cliff Face, which suggested rock. And it was movie writer Ian Samwell who suggested the surname Richard as a tribute to Webb's musical hero, Little Richard. Cliff's success was famously described by John Lennon, who said that before Cliff, there had been nothing worth listening to in British music. 
But the love life of the singer, who is now 81, has drawn equal levels of intrigue and little is known about his personal relationships. Cliff has been asked to talk about his sexuality hundreds if not thousands of times, but has always kept the answers as brief as he can and directed the conversation back to his music. However, some interviews continue to probe him. Cliff has always given the same replies, which is that he's not gay, that it wouldn't matter to him if he was or wasn't, that it also wouldn't matter to his family or fans, that he'd prefer to talk about other things and will take his sexuality and his other private matters to the grave. The movie Hitmaker defended his decision to remain a bachelor and claimed he was sick to death of speculation about his sexuality. Many people know that Cliff Richards is a dedicated Christian and has often talked about the depth of his faith. He shared that he feels that it's his choice to share his life and spend his years with whomever he wants, and he's chosen to spend that time with a male companion, John McKellen, who's a former Roman Catholic priest, which has led again to many people assuming and even obsess over the idea that Cliff is gay or bisexual. Instead, he says that he is an ally. For years, Sir Cliff has travelled with John McKellen, but has insisted they are not lovers. He struck up a friendship with the US missionary, who we refer to as a blessing, after they first met in New York in 2001, and believe their arrangement worked out really well. Sir Cliff said, John and I have struck up a close friendship. He has become a companion, which is great, because I don't like living alone, even now. And in his 2009 autobiography, My Life, My Way, he batted away rumours again that they were an item and felt the curiosity about his sex life is unjustified. He wrote, What business is it of anyone else's, what any of us are as individuals? I don't think my fans care either way. People often make the mistake of thinking that only marriage equals happiness and I may suddenly meet someone and I may feel differently. But right now I'm not sure marriage would enhance my happiness. But as an ally, Sir Cliff has called on the Church of England to update their views on same-sex marriage and he was somebody who petitioned to see it legalised. He wrote, I think the Church must come round and see people as they are now, who they are as individuals. Gone are the days when we assumed loving relationships could only be between men and women. If anyone comes to me and says, this is my partner, we're committed to each other, we love one another, I really don't care what their sexuality is, I'm not going to judge ever. So Cliff revealed there were only two women he ever considered marrying, dancer Jackie Irving and former tennis star Sue Barker. He dated Miss Irving, who he described as utterly beautiful in the 60s and said there was a time when they were inseparable. After they split up, the next lady to catch his eye was Sue Barker in 1982, who he bonded with over his shared passion for Christianity and tennis. Sir Cliff claimed they formed a close connection due to their interests and commented, I seriously contemplated asking her to marry me, but in the end I realised that I didn't love her quite enough to commit the rest of my life to her and there were no broken hearts. In his autobiography, he also recalled being seduced by Carol Costa, the estranged wife of Jet Harris from The Shadows. He wrote, I was surprised but not unhappy to be seduced, but sex really is not one of the things that drives me. In 2016, Cliff was interviewed by Loose Women, where he responded to another repetitive, sexuality-focused question. I've lived with this for the whole of my career. I always feel that I'm one of the most open people, and I've done more interviews for TV, for the press, than anyone else alive on the planet. And I don't mind talking about things, but there should be things that are just mine, that will go with me to my grave, and I've given up things that I didn't want to, so now I don't talk about my family, I certainly don't talk about my sexuality. I don't talk about my family because sometimes the press, with the best intentions, can twist something a little bit and leave everyone feeling bad about it. 
Sir Cliff has amassed several gold and platinum discs and awards, including two Ivan Novello Awards and three Brit Awards. More than 130 of his singles, albums and EPs have reached the UK Top 20, more than any other artist. He holds a record with Presley as the only act to make the UK singles charts in all of its six decades. He has achieved 14 UK number one singles and is the only singer to have had a number one single in the UK in each of five consecutive decades. He also had four UK Christmas number one singles, two of which he released as a solo artist, and they are the very loved Mistletoe and Wine and Saviour's Day. And how can I not mention his starring role in Summer Holiday, a 1963 British cinema scope and technicolour musical film starring Sir Cliff. We join Cliff and all of his bus mechanic friends at the huge London transport bus overhaul works in Oldenham, Hertfordshire. It sets the scene by showing a miserable wet British summer lunch break. Don has persuaded London Transport to lend him and his friends an AEC Regent 3RT double-decker bus. They then convert the bus into a holiday caravan, which they drive across continental Europe, intending to reach the south of France. On the way, they're joined by a trio of young women, Sandy, Angie and Mimsy, who are singing group Do Re Mi, and change their destination to Athens in Greece, which means passing through Yugoslavia. They're also joined by a runaway singer, Barbara, pretending to be a boy herself, being pursued by her mother, Stella, and agent, Jerry. It was a film loved by millions that is still loved today. Come abroad with the young ones. All you have to do is to catch a number nine bus from Piccadilly en route for Paris, Switzerland, Austria, Yugoslavia, Greece. And what a wonderful summer holiday you will have. We're all going on a summer holiday. No more working for a week or two. In the driver's seat is Cliff Richard. On the upper deck, stowaway Laurie Peters. And he's a girl. And who wouldn't stow away on such a summer holiday with such companions? Here they are, the wonderful shadows, and that adventurous gang of young stars who made the young ones the top attraction of 1962. Oh, oh, oh. Everything they say about women drivers is true. Of all the stupid, idiotic, dangerous. I'm zero. Summer Holiday, the song-studded spectacular that's gloriously gay and deliciously young. No, I shouldn't be surprised. I guess get hoodlums pulverized. The shocking call is now reversed. So first you'd ball and then you'd burst. Summer holiday. A picture brim full of laughter. Brandy, brandy. And heart full of love. I love you, 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 I love you. Am I boring you? Just for the record, I've loved you ever since I was a little boy. All at once, it's you. It's you for me. Young, young faces, and some of the loving older ones. You can see for yourselves, it's fun, 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 all right. The kind of summer holiday you have visions about when you're a stranger in town. Come on now, put on those dancing shoes and trip through the cornfields in Yugoslavia. Put on your dancing shoes. Put on your dancing shoes, dance away your blues. And here's to the next time, another hit parade number. But I won't go on losing sleep the next time. And how's this for a bachelor boy? 
He said, son, you are a bachelor boy, and that's the way to stay. So come on, everybody. Forget your visas and your passports. Brush up your French, your German, and your Greek, not forgetting a little bit of Yugoslav. With a hit in every decade since his career began, Cliff certainly has a story to tell. From his childhood in India and moving to England during the post-World War II recession to discovering performance in music as a teenager through school plays and rock and roll. Then there's joining his first band at the age of 17, gigging all over the world and coming up with his stage name. Well, I have a lot of life to write about, says Cliff, on why he penned his memoirs. It's a lot to look back on, but yes, I've enjoyed it. So many exciting things happened to me, around me, back in the late 50s, and since then, I am very lucky to have had the opportunity to continue to live my dream, to travel the world, and meet some truly wonderful, spectacular people. And that brings me to the end of this quiz story. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'll be back soon with another episode dedicated to an inspirational LGBTQIA person. information about Shoutout Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shoutout. LGBT Radio for you. The Shoutout Podcast. Well, there you go. That caught me off. God, that. <laughs> I was so busy listening to it. No, you were booking your summer holiday. I saw you. <laughs> you were Googling Greece, and um, it's not Yugoslavia anymore, mind, mind Andy. It's very impressive <laughs> lip syncing. It's split up now. No, it was very impressive lip syncing that he was doing there. So, who, yes. um, Andy? Who, Mr. Shelton? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Cliff singing. I didn't like it Cliff. was. Yeah. yeah. See. Really? Yeah. It's the flowing hair, isn't it? it? Is. You've been looking in that magic mirror again, haven't you? We warned you about that. I have to say that promo that they, they played with the, with the advert, uh, yeah. that we need to do more voiceovers. Hello, this is uh, Shout Out Radio. I think we should have more voiceovers like There's that. There's something about, about the quality of, of 1950s and 1960s advertising. It's quite theatrical. And promotions, yes. Yeah. yeah, you can see the roots in the film industry and radio of where it had come from the music I th- halls and I think like some of it also comes from early microphone technology because it, they weren't as sensitive as, as microphones now in, in a lot of studios you no, have they didn't have the range did they? the same no, dynamic range no. so people had to project and that's why early mm. announcers I think you hear them projecting mm. as if they're on stage I got some crackers I use on my Monday morning show because that's for a certain demographic one of um, Yvette Nail Varnish that also is Shimmer exclusively yes yeah, sh- you've it's, been listening to my show Terry that's quite a well-known. That was that was run on Radio Luxembourg and, yeah. and, and the offshore pirates. Available in, in Woolworths. Available in Woolworths. <laughs> was that a test to see if we were listening? No, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> but yes, those sixties commercials. And I have to say, yeah. listening to some of the, there's quite some innocence too. There is, there is. Yeah, there there are a few few things in the nineteen sixties. No one would have batted an eyelid, but but the other thing mm. that was said there, like oh, they uh, had a gay old time in the yeah, 60s. A gay old time. <laughs> yeah. Well, we yeah. did because I was actually there. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't remember what it was. There was something that. Um, um, you say something in gay, and it got changed recently when it when it got released. 
re-released, I should say. What, they oh, changed right. the wording? Mm, yeah, from... In a um, song? Yeah. I'm sure it was a song. I'm sure it was a Christmas song that came Ooh. out at Christmas. I can't remember now. Don't give us half the information well, and No, no just something pop, pops into well, our mind. I'm sure then. there's somebody yeah. out there that can write to us and tell yeah. us. Yeah. There'll be really, someone screaming yeah. at their radio now yeah. going, Andy, how can you not remember? <laughs> so, yeah, but no, um, no it's lovely. And um, we should, should point out, as, as as said, Cliff has always said, it's none of anyone's business, his sexuality. Um, and I, I love, love, love that. I kind of respect and, him yeah, for me that. Too. Yeah, that's, but I love the fact that he's also a real strong ally and has pushed for... Um, all the equal rights that, Same that we've marriage got. within the mm. church and yeah. things like that yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a good piece I think so thank you Az for doing yeah. that yes you don't hear so much from him one. these days do you so there was, there was a period he had a Christmas song every single year mm. yeah. yeah I think he just lives full time in Barbados now oh does he shall I ask my boy he lives out there as well shall I t- <laughs> go and tell him to <laughs> does, take a cup of tea round for he knows so clear <laughs> everyone knows everyone the island's what the size of the Isle of Wight like a slice of cake round my mum has actually well, he signed a, a photograph for her, I think, in about 1965. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Uh, there we go. <laughs> um, some news. Um, more than 150 religious leaders commit to new safeguarding principles for LGBTQ plus people. Yes. That's, ah, good, news. That. That's good news. Very yes. good news. What, what do they mean by that, though? Um, it's the officials met at the 2022 Global Interfaith um, Commission to agree um, measures that will protect queer people who often experience discrimination by their religious communities. It's been sponsored by the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office. The, um, the event saw the likes of the Anglican Archbishop of Canada, Chief Rabbi of Poland. <laughs> That's somebody who needed to be there considering the, um, what Poland is like with LGBTQIA people currently. And the Foreign President of Ireland, Dr Mary McLeese. Yeah. Um, so that's really good news, isn't it? It is good news. For that I amount of religious leaders. Yeah. They go yeah. through with it, yes. Well, it, yeah, also that say. it filters down, but to have that, that yeah. support yeah. from the top, I think, is very important. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, Because it, it, can, it can be very difficult if... Um, I am not particularly religious myself, uh, speaking as an atheist, but I was involved in the church at a younger age, and uh, mm. when I realised that I wasn't straight um, you know I, I really wanted to keep it a secret from, 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 you're not from, straight no sorry, sorry. <laughs> disgrace <laughs> now he tells us good lord you let gay no, people I, into this show yeah whatever and, and, next and, and bisexual and pansexual people it's, yeah. it's, it's a problem state of affairs we let anyone in yeah um, but no on, on the serious point you know yeah. and, and you, you as you're growing up you're finding yourself thinking these are my friends here I, if I out to myself um, or come out to them then they may not be my friends because it at the time it was it was it was perceived to be very it came across as being a very homophobic organization mm. um, you know I don't wish to speak ill of my, my my friends at the time but that's how it came across so no. getting this sort of thing is, is really important it is yeah, yeah. no I can, I can echo that I mean I am going back in time quite a bit around like mid 90s mm. um, but my experience was one day I was fine the next minute I was the devil incarnate just because mm. I'd come out yeah. you know um, yeah. and, and it didn't bother me so much because at the time I was a, a teenager and I didn't really care what they thought you know just um, adults being yeah, funny it was just, yeah, yeah yeah you know um, but um, I know from a lot of people who are LGBT plus and have faith it can be quite quite you know a tearing quite, thing quite challenging yeah, yeah. because they, they want to have their faith but mm. in certain aspects their faith is saying that they're wrong to be who they are um, you know and uh, yeah Quite a divisive one, I think. We can do a whole show on that. But ultimately, it's it's about respecting individual human beings. And and, and, and faiths are about looking after human beings. 
Yeah, not all the time that uh, yeah. they don't follow through with that, though, do they? Some, no, that's uh, sadly that does happen. It gets yeah. distorted. Yeah, but um, some good news though. We um, our um, our gay starter kits <laughs> could be coming um, uh, coming back. Right. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. But before you go on, do you want to explain very quickly no, what I a don't. gay starter kit <laughs> is? Oh, a gay starter in kit. Ca- we in case do. people haven't listened to that. Okay. Show. In the past, we did gay starter kits. But we never did gay starter kits. We, we pretended we were going to do gay starter kits. People just they <laughs> listen to the straight. So many straight people listen to the show, and they just thought, "What am I missing out on?" So we did gay starter kits. So we put certain things in for gay men, certain different. Uh, yeah, I seem to remember it was women. like a string vest and a quiche and. <laughs> Fake handlebar style. Yeah, I think there was a magazine in each as well, wasn't there? It was, um, there was a magazine. I can't, boys. can't I can't remember what the magazine was. We'd I probably get the well, sack if we mentioned what was in them anyway. Um, can't possibly. remember. But they're going to be resurrected. They're going to be resurrected. They were fine. And um, hopefully uh, we'll have a stall. At, with Steph. We'll have a stall at some of the prides around the country and we'll be selling the starter kits to straight people. All right. Who's doing this? You. <laughs> no. Didn't we not tell you? No. <laughs> you sure? Yes. Okay. Well, I bought you an apron <laughs> with gay starter kits <laughs> on it. You're not going to wear that? It's pink with white frills. And he loves pink. I love pink, yeah. I love. <laughs> the mind boggles. Yes. So, Even oh, more dear. so now. So if I do a gay one, again. you do a lesbian one, does that mean if we put them together, we've got a pan buy one? I yeah. think we, we need, we, we need, yeah, yeah, something to represent, uh, yeah, the, my, my corner of the studio. Where's I Ez? I need Ez. I don't know if I could be classed just as lesbian being trans lesbian. Yeah, you, you're just a I've, bit of everything, aren't you? Just, well, I don't know. There's some, yeah, I mean, Teo Cruz, you know, he's hot. <laughs> not bad. Sorry if he's already, yeah, he is not bad, isn't he? not bad, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has not gone anywhere. I thought this was going to go today. I have to admit. So I am very sorry, listeners. <laughs> Any ideas for the starter kits? Yeah. Do email us. Yeah. Yeah, studio at shoutoutradio.lgbt. I dread to think what's going to come in now. So. Oh dear. Uh, anyway, that's it for this week's show. Uh, if you want to hear the show again, or indeed uh, any of our other shows, uh, please do so online. Head over to our home online, ShadowRadio.LGBT, where you can contact us, find out about us, and grab any podcasts you might fancy. Uh, next week, we're getting out in the wild. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Steph, good lord, that's a bit worrying. Um, from myself, from Matthew, from Terry, from uh, Steph, say bye-bye, everyone. Goodbye! Bye! Bye. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.